around the entire world. Today I have the amazing privilege to be interviewing Myla Khan. Myla, how you doing? Hashem, I'm doing great. Uh, I also have the honor to uh, be interviewed by the Tzedekis. <laughs> so I'll be here. All right. Can you be sure with us a little bit about yourself, your hobbies, or what you enjoy doing, a little bit about your background? Let's hear. That's a lot. Uh, it's a lot. It's a big question. Um, um, music, you know, is my hobby. Uh, it's also uh, what I do now. Uh, so to speak, to, uh, you know, we make a living by what Hashem sends us, but we pretend that we do something for, to make a living. So I pretend I make a living with music. And, um, and that's my hobby and that's my pastime. Uh, Hashem, you know. Love it. Love it. All right. So you're a singer. How did you end up in such a crazy, amazing role? Uh, what's the story behind you? Um, well, there's so many, uh, ways to cover that. Um, as far as music, I was always, uh, music was sort of always my thing. You know, I used to always sing to myself and I loved, uh, always loved singing. I didn't sing publicly. I was always very shy and I'm to some degree still very shy. And, uh, you know, um, we, uh, growing up Hasidic, you know, um, we sang a lot of Mir Shabbos or when we traveled as a family or or to school, we sang on the bus or we sang in the car as a family or we sang as Miras at home. And so my father was very musical. My father used to be back in, in Europe. Uh, he would be in choirs of uh, great Chazanim. Oh, wow. And so he would give me, that was sort of my musical education. Like he would like tell me, you know, don't harmonize yet. On the first round, don't add your own shtick, you know, things like that. And uh, and he was very sensitive if somebody sang a, a off-key note. He couldn't, like, it was like scratching nails on the blackboard. And um, and uh, so that was, so to speak, my musical education. I didn't have a musical education, but I always loved music and I always sang to myself. And I didn't necessarily share with anybody. I didn't think that I was musical. Uh, I always, you know, if I wanted to remember something, I made a song from it. You know, if I wanted to remember a, a number or a, anything I wanted to remember, I would make a little tune from it. And uh, it was it was later on in life when I was in my 40s, I was in Yerushalayim um, and I wanted to go learn. Uh, uh, so I went to Yerushalayim to uh, live there and I learned, uh, I was rooming with a few friends and we were, Everybody's a little musical over there, and we played guitar. And um, I used to also record. I somehow through a friend who was working in recording studios, wow. and and he was looking for backup vocals, and and I was looking for work. I didn't do much. I used to be a cantor, so uh, really? uh, in conservative shuls uh, because they hired and they they would pay, you know, because Orthodox shuls have somebody in the community, or right. take a. Or take a prestige, and conservative shuls, they look for somebody. And, you know, I, I uh, it was a long story. I had a, a job as a mashgiach in a nursing home, and they needed somebody to daven one time. Uh, and I was a mashgiach, and I davened there. And, and one of the uh, 
people uh, living there told me, what are you doing here? Go two blocks away, there's an agent and he finds you. You shouldn't be here, you should be a chazan somewhere. So I went there and I, I got a job to be a chazan in conservative shuls and that's what I did. Also, so during the week I didn't do much and um, a friend of mine was uh, a guitar player, was uh, working in recording studios and they were looking for people to do backup vocals on different albums, uh, Shweki and Mordechai Ben David or wow. other people. So I would do, um, I did like some choir work. So, I, But I always wanted to know the feeling of how it is to record my own song. You know, yeah. when, you're there, when you're there doing backup vocals, you have to listen, you know, to everything they tell you. And if you're doing something wrong, you know, like oh, you didn't sing right, you know, don't come back next <laughs> session or you be quiet in this part or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. and when you are recording your own song, first of all, they listen to you, but you know, that's just a small aspect, but it's just a great feeling that uh, I wanted to know the feeling and I'm sure, I was sure it's a great feeling, you know, what Hashem sends you because a song, everything is Hashem, you know, even as we learn from Baal Shem Tov, even the thoughts between our thoughts, Everything is from Hashem, everything. Right. And uh, right. every speckle of dust is planned by Hashem. But uh, just like as we can understand the computer program, every pixel on the computer was planned by, by the designer. And so every speckle of dust is, is planned by Hashem. Nice. And, so, and then the song comes in, it just comes in out of nowhere, a rhyme or, you know, uh, somebody can pretend that they are designing a building, but the song, it's like a thought, it just comes in, like, right. you know, so you're more aware that that, at any rate, I, I wanted to know the feeling. And one day when I was, um, we were playing at, uh, in, back, you know, in Israel, um, I uh, was playing, you know, my roommate, we were just jamming. And one night I came home from a shir and it was right before Purim, the two weeks about, and I just picked up the guitar and I, and I said, wouldn't it be great to make like a joke to make almost like a, a heavy blues, like almost mm -hmm. almost depressing, so to speak, like serious, at least to say, you know, um, a song as a joke, you know, and I, it just came out, I started playing. And so I, I kind of liked it, I pressed record on my phone and the song came out like three parts. And I felt like, wow, a lot of times I've written songs, but I only had like a one part or half an idea. I didn't think this was the first time I felt like I have a complete song. And I, my friends liked it. And the next day I sang it in the cola that I learned. Everybody liked it. We sang it like there was a, actually a recording of a sheer where we sang it like for 12 minutes. Everybody liked it. Wow. So I went to a, a, a friend, took me to the studio. The studio liked it. They they were charging everybody that was recording there a thousand, two thousand. They would, they didn't want more than two hundred from me, and they and they were pushing me to do a video. They wanted to do the video for free. They were, and um, and now you know. Then the, all of a sudden it went viral. My friend that was helping me out, he said, "Why don't you make a YouTube channel?" I was like, "Okay, let's do." It. I didn't even know any of these things, so I made a YouTube channel. I put it up, and in a few days we had five thousand hits, ten thousand hits, and it just. The next year, I was even within the year, uh, I was um, I had to go back to America. And actually, this family who are I'm friends with a lot of their sons in Crown Heights, and they invited me to come to their wedding. And um, they wanted me to sing when I have to go. And my father actually just passed on about a year and a half ago. 
he was he was an older person back from Russia and and I was very surprised I'm like why would you want me to sing the song in Chabad as, as little as I know about Chabad but I I kind of always knew in Chabad he sing Chabad songs but he was like no it's Chabad songs and Malachon but I only had <laughs> one one song out I was actually then still that's when I was working on my next two songs which is Eintra Wasser which is in Yiddish uh, Yiddish and English and then Vahavta was my third song. And so, but they wanted me to sing it. And um, and so, yeah, uh, it just went viral. And that from then the studio called me, let's do some more. And it just, it came to me. I didn't, uh, I didn't dare to go tell the world that I'm a singer or, or I have something yeah, to yeah. sell, you know? Uh, and I'm still, um, I don't know if that's a proper word. I'm still humbled or I, I'm still, um, I feel very um, honored by Hashem to to have me sing songs for for his um, you know for his chosen people, so to speak. You know. Yeah, it's a huge bracha. It's a huge it's bracha. A and a gift, yeah. As well as you know, my when that song, I was very close to the tzaddik, my my rabbi, who also passed on uh, last few years ago. And I, when it went viral, like I, I used to be his Shabbos guest. He's, he wouldn't, let, he wouldn't take people on Shabbos. He would, all, all the people came to him on Shabbos was private family time, but he would have me. Wow. I was his guest, and and then I told him, you know, I just recorded this song and it, it went viral. I, I said, can you give me a bracha that Hashem should send me more gifts like that? He said, if you write a song about a Havas Yisrael, you will be Matzliach, and. Um, I always pondered what he means. Um, I wasn't sure. And it was one of the few times in my life where somebody said something to me and I knew, I, don't ask, one day I'll know what it means. Yeah. That's how I felt. And, uh, and actually there was a different song that I, I kind of sing it in the beginning of, this, of the video of Hafta. I sing that song on guitar. I'm not such a great guitar player, but, um, and he, he asked me to, it's an old song uh, from uh, Kalev. Uh, and he asked me to write lyrics, different words to that song. Wow. Uh, which, I, which I sing in the video. So I always wondered if he means that song or a different song, but I, I wasn't going to ask. And then one day I was by my niece's wedding in uh, Montreal in Tosh, and I was trying to fall asleep. It was Motishavas, four or five in the morning already. I, I can't fall asleep. And I'm thinking about that song that I wrote the lyrics to. It's running in my head, and um, as the song finishes, in my thoughts, as the song finishes, Vahafta just came in out of nowhere, and just the way you hear it, I mean, more or less, and that's it. And you know, then I, um, and Baruch Hashem, you know, um, I was Matzliach. I mean, you know, I mean, obviously there's different definitions of the word Matzliach, but yeah. if people are out there, um, um, uh, because of it, they, they feel joy and you know so you did a good thing so that's Hatzlacha you know right. Hatzlacha doesn't always mean a lot of money in the bank you know you did something good you contributed to the world or Hashem used me to contribute to the world and, right. and that's, uh, that's Hatzlacha right wow wow beautiful alright so can you please describe to us what preparation for your music videos or like singing on stage um, looks like um, I try to always, Be'ezer Hashem, I try to always, uh, 
always, really, hopefully, always, always think of Hashem and everything is Hashem and I'm, I'm with Hashem. Hopefully, you know, sometimes I, you know, in life we do stupid things and you have to question, am I really with Hashem now? But, yeah. I, you know, and so, but especially when I'm going to sing, um, you know, I try to think of uh, I, I, a silent prayer that uh, it should be with the, the kavanot, you know, with the intentions and, and thoughts of, of great tzaddikim, you know, just to um, serve Hashem and the people and, um, and, and um, to channel, you know, Hashem's oneness and Hashem's love. And especially when I record um, in the studio, um, when I do a video, uh, you know, uh, I try to just um, think that and let go of everything. And wow. otherwise, you know, you get nervous. It's true. And, and I'm also very shy. So, but if I think that, and um, I, you know, I sometimes try to see, you know, when it's when you're on stage and, you know, it's dark in front of you, but you see like an exit sign in the afar or you see a light and just try to look at that and think that's Hashem. Yes. And uh, just think of Hashem. Wow. Wow. Beautiful. What's something you really love about this job? That I don't have to wake up Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't have a regular schedule or, you know. Right. Right. Like you're not busy the whole day where you're like, you're always on the run. Got to wake up at five I'm, in the morning. I mean, sometimes you're busy with it all day and night you know um right. especially if, uh, like i'm working on a cd now uh, album whatever it's called these days and it's taking forever so while while we want it to be out a year ago and then a month ago and then two weeks ago but we also keep adding songs and we want to perfect so wow. it's taking a little longer but um um you know um at some some people who work with are in israel some are in new york or some are actually in argentina and so the time zones are different and I could get, you know, I sometimes have to wait or answer a message three in the morning, four in the morning. Yeah. So sometimes you work all the time, but also some days I don't have to do anything. I don't have to be anywhere, um, you know, so it's easy. And then um, I like to travel and, you know, you get to travel a little more. Yeah. So, you know, it's sometimes also complicating, but that's life, you know, um, right. you know. You know. Wow. What's something you really don't like about this job? <sighs> that I, uh, you know, um, um, well, sometimes, first of all, I'm, I mean, there's a couple of things I could say to, you know, somewhat. I mean, you know, uh, I'm also looking for something to say to answer that question. I can't say anything <laughs> I don't like. But, you know, there are times, there are moments, um, where you know sometimes you get calls and people say could you sing me something and you know i'm not always and and maybe more what i don't like is that i am not present to cater and service like when a bacher or whoever calls me sing me a song and and truthfully when i when i have the courage and the presence of mind to sing him a song and not be shy or or uncomfortable and uh, or not think so highly of myself and just you know be humble and sing the person a song it gives me joy and sometimes i'm not and it doesn't feel so good and um, and sometimes it's um as mundane as 
I want uh, I want to make money. I want to get more money, and and I'm not like a great businessman, and I don't know how to ask for more money, and right. And sometimes right. you feel a little, um, you know, I don't know, maybe this, you know, like uh, uh, whatever, you know, a little gibberish of the mind. Yeah. But, but that we can get over, hopefully. But uh, main. But but mainly, mainly um, the one of the great challenges is that you hope that you're always and I'm envious of the those um, entertainers, so to speak, that are always present to to give love to the people uh, as much as they might be uncomfortable. It might be a difficult time in my life. I might be in the middle of a, a great challenge in my personal life. Uh, somebody just calls in, hey, my love, give me chizik. Uh, can you give, yeah. sing me a song? And I am like, leave me alone now. Like, I want to say that. And but I wish that I could always uh, I could always be present to them and give them something positive and sing and sing. But I'm not always um, there. And, and that's one of the hard things. Wow. Is it hard to juggle your family daily life um, plus what you do? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not so busy that, you know, as traveling and I'm not so sought after to entertain i right. think and so i don't think it's that challenging but there are times when you know now now i'm married now for just a little over a year and wow, um, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem is right and uh and so sometimes uh it's a small way uh, because my wife is also a singer and um really actually yeah her name is uh, hinder Rachel, and um i'll try to send you a link she uh um she has a cup she's sings for women obviously and uh, she has a beautiful beautiful voice and um and um so she also understands you know but uh, but you know there are times when you need to um step away and um, uh you know i recently had a, a job in chicago so i was uh, wow. blessed blessed enough that we were able to travel together for shabbos oh wow wow and, and so some moments it's like uh, Bacharim or whatever, they want to spend time with me. And it's like I came with my wife. Uh, I want to spend some time with my wife, but I'm also here for a job. So it's sometimes some of this stuff, it's sometimes, you know, but Baruch Hashem hasn't been so difficult, you know. Baruch Hashem. What is your biggest failure and what do you learn from it? Oh, boy. <laughs> so many bigger failures uh, you know what could i say anything anytime we we complain you know about any heartache or any pain and you're a chabatsker so you know a little tanya and you know as the palatani says that uh, that when somebody feels pain of anything that is, is a concept of lack of faith because when he's truly with Hashem and he knows everything is Hashem and Hashem is only good, so then there can't be any pain, any difficult. It can't be any, there are no difficulties because it's all Hashem. So anything that I, when I complain, that's my biggest failure uh, because when I'm always with Hashem, then there are no failures and everything is just joy. Um, uh, but then if I was to answer stamp mundane, I'm, I'm all full of failures. Well, you're a person. <laughs> full of failures. Uh, 
my failure, one of my great failures, I'll tell you what I'm thinking now is that on interviews, I don't speak enough about my parents, especially my mother, because my mother is still alive and my father is, uh, is already resting for Mashiach. Uh, but especially my mother was, uh, was always there for me and regardless of my state in life, uh, whether I was religious or not or how I looked, she was never embarrassed with me and wow, and, uh, she always was there to hug me and um, always accepted me and, um, and they always, uh, anything I have um, in Amuna especially, you know, with my my parents and my mother, how how she always spoke about Hashem and still does, and um, and you know, that's uh, that's what one of the many things that kept me and keeps me going. And wow. so, so, my one of my failures is not thanking my mother enough. Wow, beautiful. What is your biggest challenge right now? <laughs> To, to think positive and, uh, and know that everything always did and always will work out. Wow, love because it. I'm, because, I'm, because I'm, I'm, like I said before, I'm, I'm, I'm working on this album and, and it's uh, challenging in so many ways financially and also waiting for people and deadlines keep getting pushed off. Yeah. So that, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, if I could just relax and like, you know, you're right, in Hashem's right. hands. Why, why are you worrying? So right, that's right. my challenge right now, to to be at peace and calm, cool, calm and collective. I know Hashem, I'm only a, a tool in Hashem's plan. Why am I getting so caught up in my own self? Exactly. Wow. Beautiful. Who's somebody you really, really admire? Um. <laughs> I, I want to sound like, uh, uh, so to speak, normal, you know, but being that I, I was close to um, uh, some tzaddikim, I say I was because some of them passed away and some of them live in yeah. Israel and I'm now living in Florida. Uh, but I, I have known and I know some tzaddikim and they're always, they're always in that positive presence. Um, of, of Hashem, you know, like, uh, you know, like, like I mentioned my Rebbe that said uh, to make a song about the Havas Yisrael, he was in a wheelchair and he was on oxygen and he had, so he was a balisurim, he was always a, a physical pain and he was wow. just, he, he would tell me always, Simcha, 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 and he was just always with Hashem and it was so joyous, regardless of his difficulty and and, and I admired that a great deal. Wow. Who has been your biggest support, mentor, role model over the course of your career? <laughs> I don't know if uh, to say role model, I'm not sure. Um, um, I could mention um, a singer that I know um, that everybody knows. I know him a little bit. We, we, we you know, we, we spoken a few times. We're not, I wouldn't say like best of friends, you know, just because, but um, Avram Fried, who is an amazing, amazing Balmidas. Yes. And I've, I've had the privilege and the honor to work with him a few times. And I've seen him, his personality, 
behind stage, you know, off stage, on stage, on the streets. And it's truly, he's a true Balmidas and a true Elchid. And I admire her. Wow, beautiful. You're the fifth person who said that, by the way. <laughs> How do you deal with pressure? I was always an odd number. <laughs> How do you deal with pressure and stressful situations? Say that again, sorry. How do you deal with pressure and stressful situations? How do I? Deal with pressure and stressful situations. Uh, not well. <laughs> um, I'm not always well, um, but you know, I, I try to, um, um, now I'm married and my wife reminds me a lot, hey, Hashem has a plan, calm yeah. down. Um, but really the only thing I, you know, I, I, I wish I could say something new and, but, um, you know, sometimes I just, I just play a game on my phone to tune everything <laughs> out. Sometimes I go take a nap and, um, and, uh, just forget about everything right now. And, uh, and I'll see, uh, and, uh, again, like I said before, as much as I don't want to be repetitive, um, but, you know, I try to remind myself, like, you know, Hashem has a plan. It's yeah. okay. Not, not the end of the world. At least I, I, I get to do this. You know, I try to remind myself about that most of my life, um, I was only dreaming of doing uh, this for a living and doing this in my life. And now here I am somewhat living a certain dream that I had. So that in itself, I try to tell myself, you know, it's okay, calm down. How many, I know so many other people who had uh, maybe even a harder life than myself. I mean, maybe I didn't have such, maybe people that had a harder life than me, people who are maybe more musical than me and they don't have that honor to do it. So, you know, um, just embrace what you have. And, um, you know, and uh, as well as um, I try to remind myself that uh, if I, in a, in a heavy moment that, there's somebody in the world that I don't know, that I might never know, and they have had, uh, they were perhaps inspired and um, had happy, joyous moments, or, or were able to get out of difficult times because of music that I recorded, which means I contributed to their lives without even me knowing them. And so that in Whoa. itself gives me chizuk, uh, inspiration for me that, you know, I, I, I not even by uh, my own means, but by, you know, by Hashem's uh, plan, I've contributed something positive to someone's life, and that gives me um, uh, strength and chizuk. Wow, beautiful. What is your most best and crazy memory throughout this adventure? Hmm. Uh... I went to a doctor. It's not so crazy, but I went to a, I went to a doctor's office. I had a problem with my uh, my ear. Yeah. Um, I was somewhere and um, I looked for um, a doctor's office. Uh, it was uh, it was a Jewish neighborhood actually, and um, I went to a medical center nearby. I you know I didn't you know I don't live in that area. I was traveling and. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I sign in, whatever, and I wait, the waiting room, finally, it's my turn. I go into the room to wait, and a nurse, um, a black person comes in, 
and fills up paper, you know, and then looks at me and he says, you're Malik's gun. That was very funny. Wow, well, beautiful. What are your genes about something that you really, really want to accomplish? What is something I really want to accomplish? Yes. <laughs> um, to always be calm. And uh, to always be calm and, and, and always truly be um, a true, um, you know, uh, beautiful, beautiful. What advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? Don't. No, <laughs> um, just do it. Do it. Um, I would say, um, you have to you have to see why you want it and, and again i didn't dafka look for it right I, I i went to record because i wanted the experience and hashem sent me a song and i i wanted to know what it feels like um but you have to know i i years ago i used to work in the film industry and i've done really? like uh, yeah i've done theater and i and i remember i tried to also you know i tried to professionally do acting and I'm a sensitive person. And so when I went to um, read, uh, you know, I went to readings or, um, and, uh, you know, to try to get um, jobs, you know, as an actor. And it's, um, it's um, uh, besides, you know, perhaps I'm not the greatest actor. I don't think I am, but uh, it's, it could be very let down, you know, uh, it can be very disappointing. And so you have to know, you have to be ready for all of that. Um, you yeah. have to know why you're doing it and, and always remember that, you know, I like music, I like singing. And, um, you know, you have to remember your beginnings. Because yeah. I try to tell myself, um, I, 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 I said before, I hope I have a few good friends that won't let me get too full of myself and remind me, so to speak, where I come from. If I remember that in the beginning, um, you know, I was just happy that somebody said hello to me, so to speak, um, you know, um, you know, now um, don't be hoity-toity, like, guys, leave me alone, give me some privacy, like, relax, you know, you were once very happy when, when people invited you, or, you know, uh, you were once very appreciative when somebody would, uh, uh, ask you to sing a song or, or or you always loved music for the sake of music you don't let it become now ah oh, if you pay me uh, you know um, yeah, remember yeah. where you come from you know obviously it's a, it's sort of also a business and you have to make sure Hashem wants you to so to speak respect yourself and uh, you know not get belittled or pushed around but remember where you come from and uh, remember your hard beginnings and you know just because of Ron Fried or Mordechai Ben David or some other great artists, you know, um, you know, I, I remember Hashem has, everybody has uh, their own, his own, Hashem has his own plan, but everyone, you know, like, so you know, if you can't, uh, there's a line at the supermarket and somebody pays $2,000 and the next person maybe pays $10. And yeah. you have to also see what's in their wagon. And, you know, there's so many other details to look at, look for, uh, at.
So, you know, don't compare yourself to no one. And if you want to do it, remember why you're doing it now and remember that later. And as, and as much as you want to be heard and appreciated and, and whatever you're willing to do now in order to be heard and appreciated, remember that in 10 years, if you are Matzliach, don't get too full of yourself, you know. And that's a hard, it's a hard thing. Beautiful. And sometimes I say, you know, singers, sometimes they get a little too full of themselves, a little Balgaiva, because all day they practice me, 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, not everybody has that exercise. You know I that? understand, but everybody <laughs> knows what everybody knows that exercise. That's funny. I, I, I sometimes try to do you, 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 us, 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 us. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, one more question. And, Are and you maybe ready? that's why I say we sing a hymn. That's why we sing a hymn because it's all him. <laughs> Beautiful. One more question. You ready? Yes. What is a life lesson that you can teach us? <laughs> um, there was a great singer who was a great friend of mine who recently passed away. His name is Michal Schnitzler. And, ah. and um, I uh, recently, um, someone came to Florida in the community where I am and Shabbos Shuli came over to talk to me. He says, you don't recognize me? I said, no, sorry, I don't. So he, 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 uh, it's actually hard. I used to tell people, yeah, yeah, sure. And then one day I said, no, try to be honest. You know, I'm sorry. I don't mean to hurt your feelings, but I don't, I don't remember you. We're, he said, you don't remember you came to visit. I came to visit him when he was a cancer patient in a hospital. And so he looked shriveled then and no here. And now Hashem, he had a full shlema and he had a beer here and, and he was full body. And you know, so, he was, so we were talking and bringing. So he tells me a story that a year ago, year and a half ago now, probably, he had again uh, leukemia or something, and he was in the hospital. And while he was in the hospital, he was bored. He looked through his phone of his contacts, and he saw Michal Schnitzel's number. So he called him up, and and he said, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm calling you. You know, I, I am bored, I'm in the hospital. And Michal told him, you know, to be honest with you, I don't do anything all day. I'm like, I'm like, I, I don't know. He said, Lady Gare. He could say, like, I'll, I'll translate it to a loose translation. He's like, I'm like a little bum. I don't, I don't do anything all day. So please call me more often. I don't do anything. Call me more often. So he, and then he, and then he would send the guy songs and he would ask him, what do you think? Should I do it like this? Should I do it like that? And he turned around the whole person, the other person's feeling as if the other person is doing him a favor, um, you know, by calling him and the other person is misameach him and the other person is giving him chizuk. And he wow. turned that whole thing wow. around. And that's a great inspiration. Um, and, uh, and, and truthfully, like I've said to other people, sometimes you go to visit uh, patients in a hospital or, or a school, uh, so to speak, broken souls with Down syndrome. And I come out and I say, I'm not really, you know, maybe I am sure, but you know, you say it this way, I'm not sure who is Mechazek, you know, and, um, you know, and, wow. uh, and, and not, you know, also to not walk away like, oh, I did, you know what I did today? I went to Mechazek people. Like, no, <laughs> I, went to, I went to keep my my time occupied and I went to get Chizik from these people. Ah. Me, I'm, 
I might get like, oh, you know, like, uh, you know, they have to push, so to speak, push in the crowd. I get to walk on a on an open wide path. So for me, it's comfortable. I get driven. I get flown back. You know, these guys are going through a struggle. I'm just going to visit. Wow. You know, so um, yeah. And, and also, what I also what I want to say is that, uh, uh, like I mentioned, uh, my mother. Uh, as well as you know, my wife who keeps me in check. That Hashem is everything. As uh, I also want to say, a great thing that kept me, I think, and I believe that what kept me in Amuna and kept me believing is always reading because that's what we had at home, and I always loved, loved, loved it, and I still do reading stories of tzaddikim. Yes. Um, and that's what keeps us, I believe. Believing and believing in miracles and believing in the impossibility because everything is really possible. So true, so true, beautiful. All right, Marco, and thank you so much for joining us, beautiful friends, for an amazing elevator self interview. We'll be all here for more interviews and daily videos. Please look up the number 541 604 8581. I'm going to repeat it again 541 604 8581. And don't forget to elevate the planet and that Hashem loves you. To be added to the email account, please contact the number 541-604-8581.